0: Hey friends, what's up? How are you guys doing? Really good, right? I knew it. Today we're studying the, um, Kuf Lamed of Mesech the Shabbos, the 430, um, and of course you are listening to Babylon Talmud. <laughs> friends, today we begin the 19th, holy cow, the 19th chapter of Mesech Shabbos, we're getting pretty close. 19 out of 24. Wow. We are already within the, uh, we're getting, are we at, we're already within the four week mark, right? That's pretty cool. Today we begin the um, 19th parak of Mesech Shabbos, parak Rabbi Eliezer Demila. I think that this is like the main kind of place where the Gemara talks about Brismila, I think. Um, so we are kicking off this parak today. Um, let's do an overview before we begin so there's machlokas we're going to see a machlokas between rabbi eliezer and rabbi akiva in the mishnah about can you or can you not carry the knife to perform a circumcision and um, can you carry that on shabbos then we'll talk about some interesting agadatas on the first amud then um, we'll continue talking about if you can carry the knife on shabbos we're going to see a Different, a three-way machlok is there. And talking a little bit about carrying in a mavui. Uh, it's not a particularly difficult taf. Friends, let's get started. Taf kuf Lamed, amur aleph, all the way at the top, at the Mishnah. New Perik. Rabbi Eliezer Omer says, Rabbi Eliezer, imlohevi Kli. Meriv Shabbos, mevio, be megula. Oh. So, if, uh, I guess the mohel, the person doing the brismila, he didn't bring the knife to the location where the bris is going to happen. Um, so, you gotta get the knife there somehow. Can you bring the knife? Can't you bring the knife? So, Rabbi, Eliezer says, if you, if he didn't bring the knife from before Shabbos, Mevio Beshabbos, so he can bring it on Shabbos, no problem. He can carry it, Rishis no problem. But, he says, Migula. It should be, um, exposed. It should be out in the open so that everybody could see that he's carrying this knife. And the Gemara is gonna talk about how come it has to be exposed why can't he just like put it in some kind of a bag or something uh, if it is in a dangerous time as Rashi says that the gentiles and um, made a gezerah that the yidin are not allowed to do bris so therefore it could be dangerous to just walk with the knife exposed um, so what he can do then is that he can cover it, he can put it in a bag or something like that, but we don't want that anybody should suspect him of carrying on Shabbos. So he goes with two witnesses and they can attest to the fact that um, he is carrying a knife to perform a brismillah. Uh, he's not just carrying stuff for fun. The Rebbe Lezer. And Rebbe even takes it one step further. Korsim eitzim l'asos p'chamen l'asos Barzel. He says you can even cut down trees to chop wood so that you can then burn the wood to create coal so you can then burn the coal to heat up metal to then create a knife so you can then do a bris Meaning he says that, you know, he says basically anything tangentially connected to um, performing a bris you can do on Shabbos, any malachas, uh, any of these like um, mitzvah, any of these sort of meta things that enable you to ultimately perform the mitzvah. whereas Rabbi Akiva says that the general rule is any melacha that you could have done before Shabbos began, well then it does not; it's not docha Shabbos. You cannot do that malacha on Shabbos. However, mila she'ifshir laasosamayev Shabbos Shabbos. So. The circumcision itself, which you can't do before Shabbos, because it can only um, be done begin, you know, on the eighth day before Shabbos would have been the seventh day. So that you can do on Shabbos. However, bringing a knife to the place where the bris is happening, well, you can do that before Shabbos. To so do that before Shabbos, it won't be doche Shabbos. Only the parts of the mitzvah that must be done on Shabbos can be done can be done on Shabbos. Ibai <speaking in Hebrew> yaluhu. The Gemara asks a question. The Gemara wants to know, how come it's so important to Rabbi Eliezer that the knife is exposed? Why can't you just put it in some kind of a bag or something and carry it like that? So is it because of khibuve Mitzvah? Is it because um, the Mitzvah of brismila is so beloved to us that... Um, why would we cover this up? Why would we cover the fact that we're bringing this knife to to uh, a bris milah? No, expose it. Uh, show you know out of love for the mitzvah, um, we're going to show that 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 right that he's carrying the knife on Shabbos. Or is it because of a chashada that you know he wants to you know he realizes that he's carrying on Shabbos and he wants to make it clear that he's only carrying the knife so that he can do a bris milah, He's not carrying anything else, right? Don't suspect that, you know, you shouldn't suspect that he's carrying uh, all sorts of other things that he's just carrying on Shabbos, right? If it was, you know, let's say in a bag, so then you might think, well, what else you got in the bag? So therefore, said nobody should think anything wrong. He, you know, whatever he's carrying, he's, you know, he's showing his cards. He's saying, look, the only thing I'm carrying here is this knife. uh, I'm not carrying anything else. Um, So the says, Who cares? Who cares? if he, if Rabbi Eliezer says that it's exposed because he loves the mitzvah or because he doesn't want anybody to think that he's carrying anything else, what's the nafkamina? think My answer is this is the nafka mina. What if, instead of this mohel carrying the knife revealed, instead he puts it in a bag, but he takes along with him two witnesses. Now, the Mishnah had said that if it was a dangerous time in which... Um, the non-Jewish people who were in power decreed that the Yidden can't be doing a bris milah. So in that case, we said that you have to do that, right? That, that um, you'll carry the knife in a bag and you'll have two witnesses to testify, attest to the fact that um, it's only a knife in there. But here we're talking about where it's just a reg- regular time so we can do whatever we want. So the question is, can you carry this knife to the place where the bris is going to be but instead of exposing it, you'll put it in a bag, but you'll have two people to testify about the fact that the only thing in the bag is this knife. So, If you say that, according to Abeliezer, the knife needs to be exposed because it shows how much we love the mitzvah that we're showing, that we're on our way to, to, to do a bris. So, if that's the case, then it, it needs to be revealed. You can't, you know, you can't just Decide that you want to put it in a bag and bring along two witnesses. No, if we love the mitzvah, we want to show it off. But if you say that the reason why Rabbi Ezra says that that the knife should be exposed when you're walking through Shusharabim to go to where the bris is, so the 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 point is that we are concerned. Uh, so 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 if you say that the reason why the knife should be exposed is because we don't want anybody to think that maybe, you know, to wonder what you're carrying, so you're just showing them what you're carrying. Well, if that's the case, no problem. You could put it in a bag and just have people attest to the fact that the only contents in the bag is the knife. So, so which is it? If you say, you would not be able to put it in a bag and have witnesses. If you say it's about uh, um, people uh, suspecting you, so then um, you would be able to just put it in a bag and have two people... Testify about the contents of contents of the bag. So, my so, what do we say? Itmar, it stated Amr of lo Amra Rabbi Eliezer ella l'chibuveh mitzvah. Okay, so we have so. Rabbi Levi says that Rabbi Eliezer's reason for exposing the knife is um, out of love for the mitzvah. Taninam yoachi. We also learn in a brisa like this: Mevio megula ve'ain mevio mechusa divrei Rabbi we also have a brisa saying that you bring it, you bring the knife revealed, you do not bring it concealed. That is Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. So it sounds like it's about chibuve mitzvah, about out of love for the mitzvah, um, we expose the knife, do not conceal the knife. Amar v'ashi, says you can even infer it from our Mishnah. Why? Dikatani It says when can you uh, cover up the knife and have witnesses attest to the fact that you're only carrying a knife during a, a dangerous time only during a dangerous time in a dangerous predicament can you cover it and just bring along witnesses but if it's not a dangerous time you don't do that you bring the knife revealed out of love for the mitzvah Mishum mitzvah So we see that it's about love for the mitzvah, not about the yentas. Tanya Idach, we have another b'raisa. That Rabbi Eliezer says that you bring the knife revealed, you do not bring it concealed. Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi says Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Eliazir that during a dangerous time, so then they would conceal the knife and have witnesses attest about the fact that the only thing that this person is carrying is, is, is a knife for the bris. And, uh, that's that. But in regular old times, and um, you would reveal the knife out of Chibuve Mitzvah. They want it. they ask the Kasha, when it says that, when the Mishnah says that during a dangerous time, so so you can conceal the knife and have two witnesses to attest to the fact that you're carrying only a knife to do a circumcision. So, who are these two witnesses? Is it the person carrying the knife and one other person? Or is it the person carrying the knife and two other people? What do you guys think? <clears throat> so the Gemara says, well, what does the Mishnah say? It says, "Well, during a time, a dangerous time, you um, cover it, and then you have witnesses." Now, Iyamid Bishlama who betray shapir. No, I get it. If you say that it means the person carrying the knife plus two others, that's what witnesses are, right? If, if we're saying that you need witnesses, a per, the person who's carrying the knife can't be a witness to himself, can't testify about himself. He needs two other people if it's going to be real testimony. Omar who? My him. If you say it's just him and 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 one other, where are your witnesses to testify about what's going on? He can't testify about himself. Rather, so the Gemari says, no, it can be him and just one other person. Even though, sure, over here it wouldn't be good testimony. It's true, but there doesn't need to be good testimony. It's not dine maminus. It's not dine nefashis, You're not going to court about anything. It's more just that we um, need to uh, somebody to tell us about what's going on. And it's just saying that we need edim. Two people that, in general, in other situations would be able to be two witnesses that's what we need over here, just to you know uh be me just to let us know, like yeah, by the way, I can attest to the fact that we're only carrying a knife over here, but it's not like you need real testimony there's no like of edus. you're not going to court, there's no bezden. there's no deist there's no dinay fa over here. we're just saying that we want you know some kind of uh um um assertion or whatever that um, that right that there's no Chilil is happening over here you don't need real Adim. the person carrying the knife and one other would be enough Ve'od Amr and then um, fine so Abeliezer said you would even be able to like chop down trees to make coal to then make metal to then make a knife all that meta stuff Taner the rabbi's taught him, Como, show Rabbi Eliezer, are you Korsin, Lassos, pomen Lassos, barzel So, the rabbi's taught that where Rabbi Eliezer lived. Oh, I actually just looked up, uh, where Rabbi Eliezer lived. On Janine's chart, actually. What, what, what? It said that Rabbi Eliezer was in Lud. He was, or Lud is it, or is it Lod? Maybe Lod. He was in Lod. By the Ben-Gurion airport. Before there was a ben airport, Mistama. So, where Rabbi Eliezer lived, so they would, they would, they would chop up trees, lasso's pchamen, in order to make coals, lasso's barzal, so that they could then make, uh, iron, so that they can make a knife. Aglili, Listen to this, friends. Where Rabbi Aglili lived, they would eat chicken, a uh, bird meat in, 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 um, in milk. In milk. They would have chicken with maybe cheese, like a chicken parmesan kind of Indian, I guess. All right, very nice. Levi, now Levi. What I love about this story is I love like these stories where there's like right on the edge of Amoraim and Tanaim, where you see like some early Amoraim uh, um, um, interacting with like late Tanaim. It's fun where like the line gets blurred a little a little bit over here. So Levi Ikla Yosef So Levi visited the house of Yosef the bird trapper. de Tavasa And they um and I guess they were eating together and they brought out to Levi the head of an ostrich in milk. How does that sound to you guys? Appetizing? I don't know, right? Okay, lo and sure enough, he didn't eat. Now I guess I don't know. Would you want to eat that <laughs> ostrich head in milk? All right. He also the comment Rebbe, but he didn't eat it because he it was unappetizing. He um, he didn't eat it because it was bird meat in 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 milk. So uh, Levi felt that it probably was, um, against the Allah. So, kiasa the kamidu So, when Levi then went to Rebbe, and that's what I'm saying. So, Levi is like an early Amora, um, and, uh, Rebbe, of course, is a who, uh, compiled the Mish- Mishnah, who's a Tana. Omrle, Amailo ta, uh, So, Rebbe asked Levi, like, Levi, why didn't you put Rav Yosef, uh, uh, why didn't you put Yosef Rijba into excommunication, for eating bird meat with milk. Well, Levi said, well, because, look, it wasn't my place. I was just a guest over there. This, uh, you know, Rabbi ben Bisseira is the rabbi of this area. And I said to myself, <coughs> Maybe Rabbi ben Bisseira host like Rabbi Yudabin Glili. The Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, There's a Pasuk in Sefer Dvarim that says do not eat any nivela. And in that same Pasuk it says do not cook a uh, uh, kid, a, a little goat, in its mother's milk. I.e. don't eat milk and meat. One second. Um... Fine. So something that is also from Nivela, So you cannot cook in its. You you, you, you cannot cook in milk. Oh, I don't. What did I just read? Well, I I don't know what I just said. One second. As also mishum nevela, b'chalav, right? Uh, something that is asur b'nevela, right? Because the had said, kon nevela, don't eat any nevela, and then it says, do not cook meat and milk. So what they want to say, the drasha is that anything that, um, is for nevela, that if it's just a dead animal that wasn't checked, that you would not be allowed to eat it, well, that you also would not be able to eat when it's cooked in milk. So now, she sha'asur mishum nevela, yahuye asur levash b'chalav. So B'yosaglili says, what about birds? Birds, you're not allowed to eat nevela. if it's just a dead bird that wasn't shakti. You're not allowed to eat it. So I would think that you also would not be allowed to eat bird meat cooked in milk. So right? Ya To the exclusion of birds, that birds' mothers don't have milk. And therefore... You would be allowed to eat bird meat, um, cooked in milk, according to Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Uh, yes, and therefore Levi did not want to excommunicate Yosef the bird catcher, since it was, uh, an area where Rabbi Udim was the rabbi, and maybe Rabbi and held like Rabbi Yossi Aglili that you would be allowed to put ostrich heads in milk. Amr B'Yitzchak, Said, there was a city in Eretz Yisrael that they did like Rabbi Eliezer that they would carry a uh, knife to perform Ves on Shabbos and it would be revealed because of Chibu Mitzvah and all the people in this town would die at the proper time they wouldn't die young not only that Shemar Yisrael Al Amilah and not only that, one time, the, um, evil government made a decree, that, um, against doing Brismila, but they did, they, they, but they exempted that city from that decree, or they passed over it, whatever it was, but that city was spared. So we see that these people really, uh, uh, it was very beloved to them, to them the mitzvah of Brismila, and, um, Everyone died on time and even when there was a Gezerah against prismila somehow that city got skipped. Tanya, we learn in a of Shimli al Omer, Shakiblu any mitzvah that the Yidden accepted upon themselves in happiness. Kigon such as Bismilah. the Zapazik says, Sasanochi Alimra I rejoice on your words, on your word. Like somebody who finds great bounty. Now, Imra Sech, as Rashi points out, is a reference to Brismila, which was the one mitzvah that was given before everything else. So, um, that's a reference to Brismila. And um, Rashi also quotes the um, Gemara in Menachis, that Davna HaMelech, when he was in the Mikvah, he was very sad because he can't do any mitzvahs in the Mikvah. But then he saw his Brismila and he was happy because he always, that's a mitzvah that he always has with him. So 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 so. We see that um, uh, so so. Reb says that any mitzvah that the Yidden accepted upon themselves with happiness. So a dayin osin osa We still do it in happiness, right? Whenever there's a bris, so it's a whole party, and you get a whole bunch of people together and have a meal, etc. The mitzvah shekiblu alein biktata. But any mitzvah that, that the Yidin accepted upon themselves with fighting, that they weren't happy about, could go on arayos, such as arayos. They were very upset that they couldn't marry their sisters anymore. Tiksiv, as the Pazik says, that, that, that Moshe heard the nation crying to his families, al regarding matters, familial matters, that they could no longer marry their relatives. It was very, they were very annoyed. So Adain Osin, Osa Biktata, they still do it with fighting. De Loramuba Tigra. There is never a marriage contract that doesn't have fights surrounding it. Okay. Tanya Any mitzvah that the Yidden, um, you know, gave themselves over to 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 death during a um, you know very turbulent period. Where it was a dangerous period and Yidin risk their lives to do these mitzvahs? Um Kigon, for example, Avodazara Umila, right? The yidn wouldn't serve Avodazara. They, they 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 you know continue to do brismila even when things were different, uh, difficult. Adayin hi, he, muhzagis we still don't do Avodah we still do brismila and it's solid, it's strong. But 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 mitzvahs that the Yidin didn't necessarily risk their lives to perform during a, um, a dangerous time. such as a adaini merupa biadam, it's still weak in our hands, and we'll see what it means that it's weak in our hands. as R' says, gufnaki. That um, when you wear tefillin, you have to have a clean body. Just like Alifa, Alisha, balkna faim Maihi, what does this mean, a clean body? Am ba'ya shlo yafiyach bo'hem, Rav amr shlo bo'hem. says that you shouldn't um, pass gas in your tefillin, and Rav says that you shouldn't sleep in your tefillin. If I remember correctly, it's so that you don't pass gas in your tefillin. Okay. Um, so we see two things over there. Um, one thing is that the fact of the matter is that we need to make halachis surrounding how a person should act in, in, in his tfilin, right? It's not obvious to them. We have to make halachas surrounding that. Um, and also, we see, we're about to read the, the story of Elisha Ba'knafayim. We've actually seen before, but we see that he was the exception to the rule. It was a dangerous time. And Dafka, one person, took it very seriously, but not necessarily everybody else. Vamai Karuli, Elisha How come we call them Elisha Ba'knafayim? Shpamachas, Gazor, <speaking> Israel. <in> Harsha, <Hebrew> Yisrael. One time, the evil government, um, d- uh, decreed a uh, evil decrees, dangerous decrees on Yiddin Shekhoa Tefillin, Arosho, Yikaru Listen to that. Uh, that anybody who puts Tefillin on his head, well, we're going to pierce his brains. That sounds rough. Yeah, that sounds, it sounds really bad. Very unpleasant, very murderous. Not very nice. By miniach but nonetheless, Elisha was adamant. And he would put on tefillin and go out to the market. And then a certain, um, Roman police guy saw Elisha wearing his tefillin. That is going to be a problem. So Elisha ran away. But, um, this Roman Police officer chase after Alicia. When the Roman officer caught up with Alicia, Alicia took off the tfilin from his hands and, uh, from his head and put them in his hands, held them in his hands. And the Roman soldier said, Hey, Jew guy, what's in your hands? He said, Oh, nothing, just like some dove wings. And guess what? He opened up his hands, and sure enough, there were dove wings there. That's why they call him uh, the guy with wings. Alicia, the wing guy. Okay? How come they decided to call, you know, how come Alicia, how come he said that in his hands were dove birds? What's, what's specific about a dove? So, mishum the daimiknes is Yisraeliona, because, um, Am Yisrael, the, 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 the congregation of Israel is compared to a dove. Shenemar, as the Pazik says in Tilim, like the wings of a dove that are, um, covered in, in, in silver, and its wings are covered in, um, like green gold, like gold that kind of has a green tint to it, which I guess is very fancy. Just like a dove, its wings protect it. If it needs to fight, it fights with its wings. So also the mitzvahs, they protect the yidin. They're Let's read that again. One time, they forgot. And they didn't bring the circumcision knife to wherever they were doing the circumcision before Shabbos. So, they brought it on Shabbos. Did they just bring it in the Rishush HaRavim? No, they did not. They jumped from a roof to a courtyard, maybe to another roof, to another courtyard. They didn't. They avoided rishus harabim because at the end of the day, the roof of a house is rishus hayachid, a courtyard is rishus hayachid. All these things about a roof and stuff like that. When it comes to chaseros, is midirabana. So they figured, um, you know, they they didn't want to carry rishus harabim, which is Isa. but rather what they did was they um, <coughs> carried this knife. To the place where the bris was happening, they carried it by way of the roofs, the chutzers, rather than and arabim. Rabbi Eliezer, not within the desire of Rabbi Eliezer, who says, "Look, friends, just take it and rishus exposed." mask of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef asks Akasha, Shalobritzon Rabbi Eliezer, what do you mean that that was not like um, Rabbi Eliezer? Adraba, Rabbi Eliezer with the shari isn't Rabbi Eliezer the one who allows you to carry? a um, knife for Bismillah on Shabbos. So they were carrying a knife for Bismillah on Shabbos. If you're going to say, yeah, but Rabbi Eliezer says that they can even bring it in R'shah So maybe what you're going to say is, yeah, it was against Rabbi Eliezer because Rabbi Eliezer says, bring it in and they were bringing it on roofs and and courtyards. So rather they weren't doing like Rebbe rather they were doing like the Chachamim. Who's the Chacham? What do they say? Well, the Chachamim say that you wouldn't be able to carry the knife in Rishon Sarabim, but you would be allowed to carry it on roofs in Chatzeros in these karpefos, which are like non-residential spaces. So they say that while you wouldn't be allowed to carry it in Rishon Sarabim, you would be allowed to carry it in these other places. And therefore they were doing like the Chachamim, and Rebbe was insulted. Umishari, but do the Rabbanan actually say that? Do the Rabbanan say that you would be allowed to carry this knife by way of like roofs and courtyards? But we learn in the Braysik, shame, shame. just like you would not take this knife by way of Rishusarabim. In Mivin also lo derech gagos, lo derech kapefos, lo derech chaseros. Just like you do not carry this knife in Sarabim, you also would not carry it on roofs on courtyards on non in non-residential spaces so new no, what so 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 what's Pshat? who were they who were these people doing like why were they carrying this knife on the roof and courtyards and things says of ashi yeah it means that they weren't doing like Rabbi Eliezer, who says that you can carry it in Rosh Hashanah. And they also weren't doing it like the people who argue on Rabbi Eliezer, i.e., the Chachamim, who say that not only would you not be allowed to do it in Rosh Hashanah, you also would not be allowed to carry it on roofs and courtyards and non-residential spaces. Ela Breton Rab Shimon, rather, they were doing in accordance with the opinion of Rab Shimon, the Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Rab Shimon Omer, says Rab Shimon, Echad Gagos, Vechad Karpefos, Vechad Hatseros, whether it is roofs, whether it is non-residential spaces, whether it is courtyards, It says Reb Shimon that when it comes to carrying on Shabbos, and not just a knife to do bris mila, carrying anything on Shabbos, you would be allowed to carry from a roof to a courtyard, to a non-residential space, you know, and all sorts of combinations of that. No problem. You can do that. As long as the thing that you're carrying was either on a roof or in a courtyard or in a non-residential space, um, you know, non-residential space is like some kind of like area that is not used for living but it's surrounded with a wall. Um, so now, so now, Reb Shimon says, as long as when Shabbos started, this item that you're carrying was in one of these areas, right, a non-residential space, a roof, a courtyard. When Shabbos started, you can now carry it on Shabbos and and, and go from a Katser to a Karpev, to a Karpaf, to a Roof. You know, you can move things around like that. As long as when Shabbos started, it was not inside a house. Because that would be a problem, you, right? Because that's the whole thing about Eruf, Right? If you have a bunch of houses that open up into a Katser, so you have to do an Eruv in order to be able to take something out from your house to the Katser. However, if the item... Was already in the chatzar when shabbos started well then no problem you could carry it you know from chatzar roofs Kaipavs, no problem therefore this knife that they were carrying to do a bris milah on shabbos when shabbos started this knife was let's say in the chatzar it wasn't in a house so that's why they were they were allowed to um transport the knife to where the bris was taking place um and they didn't take it in rishos like rebe the Ezer. Um But they took it on roofs and things like that. Even though Chacham would say it's not allowed, Reb Shimon says it's fine, and they were doing like Reb Shimon. Ba'a mine Reb Asi. Reb asked Akasha from Asi. Mavui statfu ba If you have a mavui, everybody, y'all remember what mavui's are, right? Yes, you do. But I will give you a refresher nonetheless. Um Remember, you have the Rishus which is Main Street. Now. You would, The way that they constructed their houses, at least in some places, there would be a bunch of houses that opened up into a courtyard. Now, you can have a number of courtyards that open up into an alleyway, and the alleyway opens up into Main Street. So from Main Street, you go into some alleyway, and from the alleyway, you can turn into, you know, different chatserot, different courtyards. And then in those courtyards, you would have different houses. So this Mavoi is the alleyway that the different courtyards open up into. Now, um, in order to be able to carry from one courtyard into the mavoi or from the mavoi into another courtyard um or you know from a Mavoi into a courtyard, you have to do a shitufe which is the same as Rashi points out that you know in Debamasl Shalonishatsubo, Eruv dichatzeris kari karishituf. That the same thing that you do in a Eruv to be able to, uh, in a Chatser, to be able to carry from a house into the Chatser, which is you make an Eruv. So in order to be able to carry from a Chatser into a mavoi, you would make a Shitufei Mavoyos. I assume that, I guess we'll probably learn it in Eruvim, but I assume what it means is that you'd probably take some kind of a bread and put it somewhere and, and, and they were, all the Chatseros would join together in this bread and uh, then that would uh, make you allow to carry from the Chatser to the mavoi. So, but what if you didn't do that? What if you did not Can you carry in the mavoi? Meaning obviously you can't carry from a chatser into the mavoi or vice versa. But if there's just like something already in the mavoi, can you pick it up and carry it? That is Rabzerah's kasha to to Rabasi. So, So if you have a mavoi that you did not do, Can you carry within the mavoi? Not going, you know, into a chatser or anything like that, but within the mavoi can you carry. Do we say, well, let's just treat a mavoi that there's no shitufemivohos like a chatser that doesn't have eruvai chatseros. E just like in a chatser, if they didn't make an eruv, you would be allowed to carry within the chatser. So So here also by the Mavoi, Even though they didn't do shitu famous fame you can still carry up and down the Mavoi. Who cares? Just don't go into any of the chatzirs or obviously not to rusharab. Oh Dilma. Or maybe we'll say they're not the same. Lodami l Maybe a mavoi is not like a chhatzar. The chhatzir is le Dalad le Dalad A chhatzar has four walls. It's surrounded by four walls. So, Roshul Yachid. Now, the Mavoi is not surrounded by four walls. We've seen Mavois that maybe were dead-end Mavois, that were surrounded by three walls. We've also seen Mavois that you can walk straight from one end to the other end. They're open. Right? Mavoi HaMafoulash. a Mafoulash. So, Inami, or, Chatser isle diurin, Haileis diurin. Right? A Chatser is made for living in, for carrying in, for, for moving things in for moving things around and for general kind of life kind of things. Mavois, you don't like living it. You don't necessarily move things around in there. So maybe, maybe uh, you know, a and a Mavoi are fundamentally different. And even though I can carry things within a Chatzar, meaning not from a house into a Chatzar, meaning if something is already in the Chatzar when Shabbos begins and there was no Eruv, you would nonetheless be allowed to carry things that are in the Chatzar. So maybe, you know, so we want to know does the same apply to a mavoi if when Shabbos started there was something lying in a mavoi, can I move it around in there? Do we compare it to a chatzar and say yes or do we not compare it to a and say no? Shasik v'le'amr midi, and guess what? Reb Asi zipped his lips and did not say anything. Well, so much for that, says Reb Zera. Zimnin But then, one time, Reb Zera found Rabasi, who said the following. The same Rabasi who he asked his kasha to and he zipped his lips and didn't answer anything. One time Rabzira heard Rabasi say the following. Rabashim Shimon Ben Lakish said the name of Rabiud and the name of Rabbi, the compiler of the Mishnai's. One time they made a mistake. And they did not bring the knife for Bismillah from before Shabbos. So they brought it on Shabbos And it was very, very difficult for the Chacham They were very upset The Chacham were very upset How could they have taken this knife in Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos? How could they have ignored the Chacham's opinion Which is that you're not allowed to carry this knife in Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos How could they have ignored the opinion of the Chachamim And done like Rabbi Chad, Chada for one reason, Shamusihu. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer was excommunicated, as we know, from the Tanr Shalachnai, that they excommunicated him. Ve'od, and more so, Whenever you have a mechlok, between one person and many people, you do like the Rabbim. So how in the world could these people have justified to themselves carrying this ismal carrying this knife, to do a Bismillah in Arabim on Shabbos? Clearly they're poskening like Rabbi Eliezer instead of the Chachamim and it made no sense to them. V'amu Rabbi Oshaya, and said Rabbi Oshaya, it's still Rabbi Asi talking, right? He's quoting this statement from Rish the name of quoting Rabbi Yudhan and then uh, now Rabbi Oshaya gets involved in this brisa, And he says, She'ilis, as Rabbi Yehuda goes there, Rabbi Oshaya says, Look, I spoke with Rabbi Yehuda, the Mohel. the Ali, and he said, Mavu no, he said you guys got all the facts wrong. They weren't carrying the knife in Rishus Arabim; they were carrying it in a Mavoi. It was a Mavoi that they didn't do a of Mavos in it, and they were just carrying the knife. But I assume a highresa la high ratio. they were just carrying the knife from one end of the Mavoi to the to the other end of the Mavoi. That's it. They weren't carrying Rishus Arabim; they were just carrying it within the same Mavoi. So Amarle. So zo, zo, so that was what Rabbi Asi was saying, right? One time, so Rabbi Rab asked Rabbi Asi, "Hey, Rabbi Asi, are you allowed to carry in a Mavui that they didn't make in uh, a Shitufa mavos?" And he was quiet; he didn't give an answer. Seemingly, he didn't know the answer. Rabbi said, "Okay, he accepted it, fine." But then one time, Rabbi heard Rabbi Asi saying over this um, anecdote that Rabbi was saying the name of Rabbi Yudanasi about this one time. The people carried an ismal in, right, uh, uh, on Shabbos, and they were all upset. And then Rabbi Oshaya said that he spoke to Rabbi the Mohel, who said that actually it wasn't a Rishi it was just in a Mavoy that there was no Arab. So we see. So Amr So Rabzer said to Rab Asi, So then Rabzer said, hmm, wait, Rabbi Asi, uh, are, are you implying that you hold that the lacha is that a mavui that they didn't do Shitufe mivavos, you would be allowed to carry in it. in Rabasi said yes. Amle'va zimnim bay minach vlo amratli, and to Rav Zaira said, but one time I asked you and you didn't tell me anything. Dilma agav shitvach right lach gemarach. in agav shitvach gemari. So Rav Zaira then suggested to Rav apartment maybe you know when I asked you, you d- you were you didn't know the answer, but. You reviewed your learning and as you were reviewing your learning, you then learnt uh this this statement, th- this um, teaching of Rishlakash in Rabbi with the story with the people carrying the Ismail and Shabbos, and that they said in the end that it was just carrying in Imavoi and he says, yes, that's exactly it. As I was going over my learning and reviewing it, um I learnt this halacha as well. Um and uh Zeus, we see that you would be allowed to carry an imavoi that they didn't do mavos with. Very, very interesting. So we're going to stop here because there isn't a good stopping point really until a little bit further down in tomorrow's daf. So let's stop here for now. Let us review daf the Kuf Lamed of Masech Shabbos. So we started off with the Mishnah where there's a in Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva. Can you carry an Ismail to do a Bismillah? Can you carry it in on Shabbos? Um, Rabbi Eliezer says, yes, sure, you can carry it. Even though, um, you know, it's machshire mitzvah, right? It's not the actual bris itself. It's just something that you need in order to do the bris that you could have done before Shabbos. Rabbi Lezure says, nonetheless, you're allowed to carry it in Rishus HaRaven. Rabbi Akiva says, however, no, only the bris itself is docha Shabbos, overrides Shabbos, but any meta kind of thing, such as carrying the knife to the location where the bris is going to happen, uh, that would not be docha Shabbos. Now, the Gemara said, how come... The Gemara asks, how come Rebelezer says something interesting, which is that the knife specifically has to be revealed, it has to be exposed, he has to carry it out in the open, he doesn't carry it in a bag. Is it out of love for the mitzvah or or is it out of, you know, just being very transparent and open and saying, look, this is what I'm carrying, I'm not carrying anything else on Shabbos. What's the nafkamina? The nafkamina is well. If he wanted to, can he just put it in a bag and then just bring witnesses to testify about the fact that he's not carrying anything else? If it's out of love for the mitzvah, you can't just put it in a bag. You want to reveal it. If it's out of you know the yentas being concerned that maybe he's carrying more things, well then you could just bring uh, witnesses. In the end, we say it's about it's out of love for the mitzvah and therefore you um, should keep it revealed. The gemara then had some uh, interesting agadot that any mitzvahs that the yidn accepted out of simcha, we still do them besimcha, such as brismila, um Whereas things that we did out of fighting, such as arayos, so we still do these things, um, with fighting, such as when people get married, there are all sorts of fights about the marriage contract, about the money involved, and all sorts of exciting stuff. And um, the Gemara said, anything that Yidin were willing to die for during a, uh, uh, very hostile, um, time, such as Brismila and Avodazara, so, it's still solid in our hands, but something like tefillin, which we weren't necessarily as steadfast in, so we still do it, but, you know, it needs a little bit extra support, such as the Allah is making sure that you can't sleep in your tefillin or you can't pass gas in your tefillin. Then we talk about, we, 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 we sort of expand upon the makhluks about carrying this ismal on Shabbos. So, of course, Rabbi Eliezer says that you can carry it even in Rosh Hashanah, but now we saw the opinion of the Chachamim, who say that you're not allowed to carry it in Rosh Arabim. You're also not allowed to carry it, um, by way of roofs and courtyards and non-residential spaces. Rabbi Shimon says that you're not allowed to carry, not, not, not just in Ismael, but carrying in general, you can't do in Rosh Hashanah, but you would be allowed to carry from a roof to a courtyard to a non-residential space. It's no problem. You can kind of do that as long as when Shabbos started, the thing was in um, one of these other alternate spaces and um, that's what happened in this story that um, the Ismail was let's say in a courtyard and they were able to trans- transfer it to wherever the bris was happening by way of these other methods avoiding Rishasarab and then we asked in the end Reb Zerah asked to of Asi can you carry in a Mavui that they did not make a Shitu Feimu Vo'os ultimately the answer was yes friends that was the kuflamid. I hope you enjoyed it very much um, and I hope you also really enjoy your day or night uh, very much as well. Peace.